0: Hey, what's going on and welcome to Strange Talk with Doc. Hope everything's good with you and I hope everything is good with yours. Well, let's get right to it. The title of this episode is Never Forget to Love Yourself. It's quite simple. It's really, really, really simple. Rest when you can rest. Rest your mind, rest your body, rest your stress levels, eat healthy. Go to the doctor when your appointments are set up. Don't skip appointments. Don't think that you just have immortal health and that everything is fine. Internally, we do not get to see what's going on with our bodies. We need blood work. We need urine. Sometimes we need x-rays. We need somebody to check. Trust a professional. If you have to shop around for a good doctor, do that. You don't have to go where your wife goes. You don't have to go where your best friend goes. Go where you're comfortable, where you feel like they take care of you, that they give you more attention than just being a billing subject, okay? Don't stress over everything. Some things are in your control. Some things are totally out of your control. How people feel, how people go about living their daily life really is not on you. You cannot stress yourself out about situations that you cannot change. Situations that you can change, be on top of those. Be constantly on top of those. Don't worry about those. I mean, you should be working on them, right? And if that doesn't work, pray if you're a spiritual person. But I always recommend that you meditate at least once or twice a day. It ain't got to be some Buddhist meditation. You don't have to have some guru or mentor nobody has to give you a mantra you could just relax breathe focus try to shut your brain down for 10 minutes twice a day will do a lot for you trust me when i tell you if you're ill take care of your illnesses don't ignore them You can't wish them away. Once they're there, they're there. They're real. They're as real as if you pinch yourself and you feel the pain. So you have to be on top of taking your medications. You might need to exercise to work with that illness. You know what? I wish I would have heard this when I was a young man. Take only what you need. Never overindulge. That means don't overdrink. Don't overdrug. Don't oversex. Don't overstress, don't overpound the pavement. Whatever you're doing to excess, rein it in. Have control over it. Don't let it have control over you. Listen to your body. When your body says it needs some time off, give it the time off. If something on your body is aching and it needs to be addressed, then address it. Like I said, speak to your doctors. And remember, tomorrow is not promised. You want to have many more tomorrows. There are some people who don't want a lot more tomorrows because they're in such bad shape. But if you want more tomorrows, you have to be feeling blessed just to have today because tomorrow is not promised. And just don't forget to love yourself. If you love yourself, you will take care of yourself. I mean, if you love your car, You clean it, you wash it, you put oil in it, you make sure the tires are rotated. Don't treat your dog or your car or your children or your wife better than you would treat yourself. You might even love your profession or art or hobby that you're into. Don't give that more care than you give the temple that you live in. And that's all I really want to say about that. I'm just going to move on. So there was this idiot in New York. On a moped running around shooting his gun. He kills an 87 year old man, Mahmoud Ali Saeed. He shoots three other people. So they arrest this dude. He's 25 years old. His name is Thomas Abreu and he's from Brooklyn, New York. I don't know what the fuck was on Thomas's mind. I don't know what was in Thomas's spirit that he wanted to lash out at people who had done him no harm. It doesn't seem like these people had anything to do with him. If I'm wrong, if I'm found out to be wrong later on, I will apologize for this. But I don't see how this 87-year-old man and three other strangers really affected his life. Now he has a murder charge. He has attempt murder charges. He has a gun charge. And he's going to have to sit in a prison cell and waste away a lot of his youth. On something that was totally avoidable. I mean, this is just fucking ridiculous as far as I'm concerned. This week, we lost a basketball Hall of Famer, an Olympic gold medalist. At the age of 51, Nikki McCray Pinson has passed away. Nikki McCray was one of my favorite basketball players back in the days on those great women's Olympic basketball teams. And I wish that she rests in peace now in philly we had a transgender i believe it's a transgender shooter killed five people and went to two other people this kim brady caricature 40 year old and for the most crazy reason ever this person said that they wanted to help the cops clean up the streets from gun violence while perpetrating gun violence towards innocent people i don't know if these people ever did anything to her but i mean she killed five people and it's a damn shame and now in cleveland in historic warehouse district we had somebody shoot nine people so far luckily enough there have been no fatalities and you know i wish that there are no fatalities nine people that they get to go home to their families that they get to go on to have normal, regular lives. I'm sure they'll suffer from some form of PTSD later on, but hopefully they'll get the treatment that they need so that they can move on with their lives. We are in the midst, if you're not an American, you're listening to me, of a highly dangerous heat storm that has been kicking certain parts of the country's ass now for well over a week. The temperatures might say 90 or 85, but the real feel has been like in the 110s. We have been suffering through this where I live for now two weeks. It has been causing nightly storms, blackouts, power outages, losing cable, losing phone. It's pretty much a pain in the ass. It's way too hot for July 10th. I mean, way too hot. And I wish people maintain themselves, be out there, be as cool as you can, hydrate. If you're driving, always travel with water. I always keep a a jug of water in my car to drink, not just a jug of water to throw on my screen just in case a, a bird shits on it or something, but I also carry drinking water with me because when it's over 90, it's easy to get into heat exhaustion, heat stroke, and so you need to be hydrated at all times so there's a new phenomenon that's going around and people are such followers they're imbeciles they're throwing phones at performers on stage why would you want to injure the person that you came out to see perform and to entertain you i do not understand that this is a dumb thing to do it's easy to be caught especially if you use a cell phone that has your information you don't think the police are going to be able to break your code and figure out who you are and where you live and now you've got an assault charge and besides you could take an eye out of a performer that you love i mean what do you think you think that they're gonna appreciate getting hit in the face busted and bloodied up and then they're gonna say well let me take a selfie for this loving fan who just busted me in the face with an object no they're not they're gonna say prosecute this piece of shit you know i like what adele said Adele said, if you're caught throwing something at me on stage, my security is going to bust your ass. And you know what? This is maybe the theory that they have to actually have. I mean, this is, you don't want a combative performer with the audience. You want it to be love from the stage, to love in the crowd, and from the crowd, love back up to the stage. This should be a peaceful and beautiful experience for all. So, Powerball is up to $650 million, and Mega Millions is up to $480 million. You could play either one of them for just $2. It's literally $2. And if you got the proper mindset, you can go to bed dreaming about what you would do with your share of the $650 or the $480 million. If you win, I hope that you do the best that you can to help as many people on the planet as you can with your winnings. Don't just buy a fancy house and a beautiful car and send your, your kids off to college. But don't forget those who can't eat. Don't forget those who have no shelter. Don't forget those who are destitute. Make the money for good. I know that lotteries are not like supposedly a thing from God or anything. But it's a thing that we do have on our planet that could better lives and you can better a lot of lives if you were a person who now is in possession of 200 and some odd million dollars, which more than likely most people don't know how to handle that type of money on their own. But I guarantee that you can get it into the hands of some people who can help you set up a foundation to help other people. So Zuckerberg, Mark Zuckerberg, the founder of, I guess it's Instagram and Facebook, now has a new app called Treads. Now, I don't trust Zuckerberg. I know that he wants to compete with everything that uh, Elon Musk does over at Twitter. I don't particularly like Twitter too much, but I don't trust anything from Zuckerberg because Facebook, it seems like they sell information. Instagram, it seems like they sell your information. They seem to ask for a lot of information to sign up for Tread. So unless this becomes the preeminent and dominating and the only app that does that kind of thing, I will not be getting this app. I will not be downloading this app. And that's it. I just don't trust him. I don't trust his privacy policies. I think he's really shitty when it comes to things of that nature. Now, I'm going to say to the Netherlands... You are one dumb motherfucking country. Um, Let me repeat that because I want this clear. Netherlands, you are one stupid ass fucking country. A transgender woman was crowned Miss Netherlands. We don't know if this transgender woman has fully went through surgery. So you can now legitimately have a Miss Netherlands who has a penis. Think about this. Miss Netherlands could have a penis. Does that make any fucking sense to you? Now, I am not against people becoming transgender, switching their sex, becoming them, they, they'll whatever the fuck you want to be. That has nothing to do with me. But in no way, shape or form should anybody who is having a penis be called Miss anything. She should not, I mean, we're knocking women off the planet and enough of this bullshit. And I would like you to look at a side-by-side picture of the winner of Miss Netherlands versus the second place or what they call the first runner-up. The first runner-up knocks her off the, not off the planet, but we're talking about Miss Netherlands runner-up is on Earth and the other one somewhere on fucking Pluto. I mean, this is, Clearly a man playing dress up who won a woman's contest. I mean, pretty soon, what are we just going to do? Say women aside, make up men, let these men do everything the women do and eliminate the women. So now we could just put men in drag and have them in a WNBA. We could set up an NFL or soccer league because now the game will be faster. We have women all over the place dunking. All you got to do is put on a fucking wig, get a weave, say that you consider yourself transgender, and you're wiping women away. You know what? A lot of these people forget their mama was a woman. Their grandmother was a woman. And it takes a biological woman to birth you. A man cannot birth you. So NBA free agency has kicked off, but nobody has really signed any contracts so, really, it's not much that I can really say about that. Until these people start legitimately, officially signing these contracts, there's not a lot to talk about. I refuse to get into a lot of speculation of who will go where and who's signing where. Now, but if you're into it, the NBA Summer Leagues is off and running. They're kicking off. They kicked off, and they will be going on to July 17th, which is next Monday. I'm not really into NBA uh Summer leagues, uh, I could find something else better to do, something better to watch, something better to spend my time with than to watch a lot of rookies and some of them who won't even make the league. They'll wind up in the G League, so I'm going to leave that alone. There was a very interesting UFC card from Vegas this weekend. We're not going to even get into the idea that Trump showed up. I don't give a fuck so what trump we know that trump and dana are buddies and i'm gonna leave that alone but what made this card spectacular and it was a lot of very good things about this card there was four sub minute knockouts meaning less than a minute to knock your opponent out it was the first time on a single card in ufc history that you had fights in so abruptly i mean let me see. Let me go through some of the things that was on this card. Uh, Alonzo Menifee, uh defeated Jimmy Crute via submission. I was kind of shocked that Alonzo would catch Crute in a, a, a guillotine choke in the uh, second round. And Jimmy Crute got in his feelings. He was sitting there talking about he's retired, taking the gloves off me. His corner had to remind him, listen, dude, you're 27 years old. You took a defeat, you're in your feelings. Pick up your fucking gloves and let's move on. Denise, Denise Gomez defeated Yasmin Jarakuska in 20 seconds by rock knockout. Uh this Yasmin, they were bigging her up on her walk to the ring. It was kind of fucking ridiculous. Uh Joe Rogan was going over the top, calling her the future and unstoppable and then she went in the ring and lost in 20 seconds uh we had robbie lola in his retirement fight knock out nico price in the first round in 38 seconds that was um you know what robbie lola congratulations to you on a great career uh ruthless robbie lola has put on some hella performances. He's been in some blood baths. He's been in some rock 'em, sock 'em, robot fights. And it was only right that he got to retire like this. I, I'm happy for him. Uh, sometimes you take a victory and you walk away. And I'm hoping for real that Robbie sticks to his word that he will retire in a fight that should not have been on any. Mixed martial arts card or boxing match in the world at any point, calling it professional, because this was the WWE. Bo Nichols was handed this young man called Val Woodbum, who he beat in the first round in 38 seconds. Mr. Woodbum had no corner. Mr. Woodbum had no seconds. Uh, Bo Nichols, a good fighter. He, He was much taller than him. Uh was thick yeah i'll give him that but it was like this victory was handed to bo i can't even basically say that bo earned this because he was fighting a dude who really had no chance i mean he's just stuck three guys to walk out with him and then you know as i noticed i noticed one of the guys was chris curtis who's a fighter not a trainer So they just threw whoever was in the back, threw a white smock on him, and said, walk this guy to the ring. And you've never seen that in any professional setting. A boxer go to the ring or a fighter go to the ring who had no seconds. Dan Hooker and Jalen Turner threw down. They both threw down. It was a very good fight. Uh, Dan Hooker actually won via split decision. Darius DuPlisi beat Robert Whitaker, who I believe is done. Robert Whitaker, as far as I am concerned, is toasted. The way he ended this fight showed that his spirit for fighting is basically gone and out of him. It's time for him to think about retiring. But the big part of this fight was at the end of this fight, Duplecis and Alessandra, Izzy, had a little bit of a dust off. Where Izzy called him the N-word repeatedly. Now I know that there's some friction between deplices thinking that he's more African than a black African, which is motherfucking ridiculous. And so Izzy called him out on his um DNA. And he was like, if you check your DNA, you know that you're not a true African. We know that he's a Dutchman who people moved to South Africa, took over, colonized the fucking place. And that's how that works because there are no true white South Africans or Africans to begin with. They're from there, but are they of African descent? No, they're not. It's an impossibility. And I stand on that. I don't care who you are and what you say. There's no such thing as a white African, not by genealogy, only by nationality. And that's a whole different one is not the same as the other. And that's just the facts of that. So I guess he was trying to bait Duplicities into literally saying the N-word on national TV, and either he would have attacked them or he would have called them out on being at his core a racist. You know, uh for Dana to say that it's all right for Izzy to say whatever he wants because he's black, it's not the Do the nation's kids need to hear a man on TV calling somebody else a nigger in excess of five, six, seven times? No, they do not. No, they do not. You don't have to call somebody soft for saying they didn't want to hear that on on a damn fighting show. Because what happens when a white guy gets mad and literally says that to a black guy? What is Dana's reaction going to be? What would Dana's reaction be if Izzy, instead of calling to please see something stood in the middle of the ring and pointed over to Donald Trump and said, you know what, Donald, you could suck my ass or you lost Donald, you know, anything like that. Would he have had the same reaction? But it it was, since it's a black term of hate, it's totally fine for somebody to say that on his TV show. Uh, Could you call a Jew by their Name, can you call a Hispanic person by their derogatory name without there being any problem? Can you call an Irishman by their derogatory name and it not be an issue? I doubt it. Dana doesn't give a fuck because it's black, as far as he's concerned. If a black person's throwing a negative term towards you know somebody, he could do it. You had Alexander Panjosa. Defeat Brandon Moreno. Naturally, every fight for Brandon Moreno is a bloodbath and a battle to hell. And this was no different. I mean, no different whatsoever. Uh, Brandon, I like him a lot, and I think he's a great fighter. It was not the greatest day for Mexico in the UFC. A lot of their fighters took L's. And um, we shall see moving forward what Brandon does. He's been in the title... Fights seem like for the last two or three years, every one of his fights has been a title fight. Either he's winning it or he's losing it. But uh, Alexander Projoza is a hell of a fighter. And if he gets to hold the title for a while, they have somebody representing that weight class who who's, who's a very good fighter. Alexander Vokolowski defeated Yari Rodriguez by TKO in the third round. Alexander Bogolowski is one of the best fighters we have ever seen come to the UFC. This dude is a beast. He was trying to become a double champion. That failed, but he gave uh, that Magomedov hell in that fight. People thought he was going to be ran through. He was not run through. I don't see a lot of people at uh, Alexander Bogolowski's weight beating him. Yari is a hell of a fighter. He was the interim champ fighting up against... The former champ so is Alexander's now the champ champ undisputed champ. And I thought this was a very good international fight week fight fest card one year I would like to go to Vegas and actually experience fight week get to meet some of the fighters go to the conventions, but you know. This time of year, July, is very hot in Vegas. So I have to pick my poison. Do I really want to be in Vegas if it's summer and it's 115 degrees four days in a row? No, it's not something I really am looking forward to. So this weekend, we got on ESPN and ESPN Plus, the UFC. The main card is going to be Holly Holmes is fighting Mara Buno. You know, Terrence McKinney is fighting Azim Shalahov. Uh, this is not what you would call a huge name card. And a lot of these huge name cards don't always live up to the hype. Like I said, the last one did. Walt Harris is back. He's fighting Josh Parisian. You got Tyson Nam is fighting Azat Massam. Chelsea Chandler's fighting Norma Dumont. So there should be some good thunder and lightning on this card. It does not always have to be a huge name for a card to work out. And remember, people, like anytime I say something to you, I'm saying something really to me to begin with. So never take it as I'm telling you what to do because I'm not ever telling you what to do. I'm just speaking about a point and trying to bring it home. Never forget to love yourself because nobody else's responsibility in this entire universe is it to love you. You might make reasons for your own mother to dislike you where she can't love you anymore, but you can always love you. Be able to look in that mirror and see a person in the other side of that mirror that you're not only proud of, that you respect, That you would want to, if they were a different person, you would want to be around. And I'm going to tell you, like I tell you each and every time, people, peace to you and peace to yours.